With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Building downtown. Building downtown. Hey, it's the Building Downtown. You can follow us on social media at The Building DT. You can follow, follow and subscribe to the show on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. You can follow me at MMA. My other co-host, Krill Kasatsky, at Krill Raps. And my other co-host, Amy Barton, at Ames Bell. Today, we got it's the first of a kind on the show. The first artist we've ever had. This man will own the Louvre one day. Cody to catch. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's my stage name. I do hip-hop as well. Yep. Um, I, yeah, I go by Cody to catch. Uh, my artwork is just my regular name, Cody to catch. So. Okay, okay. So this... Yeah. You just came back from Mexico, and I saw uh, you were down there for some work. That was we'll talk about that. Um, but I first day there, almost got arrested. Yeah. Well, what the fuck it, happened? Just, just regular stupid shit. Just smoking weed on the beach. So. <laughs> oh, that's what it was for. I'm yeah, fucking... I was just, just, just smoking weed on the beach. We finished dinner, and then I was just like fucking blazing and fucking got a tap on the shoulder. So. <laughs> <laughs> what they do to you? Uh, they just made me walk like a fucking couple hundred yards down. There's another dude there, and then you just pay that dude. And then, <laughs> oh, serious? Oh well, yeah, what? they're basically they're basically like, yo, uh, you can pay us here, like this amount or whatever, or uh, we can we can take you. You can get a lawyer, sure, we can take you in, but they're gonna take make you pay way more over there. So, <laughs> oh shit, eh? Yeah, it's Mexico. Yeah, that's how it is. I don't I don't think Curl's mic is on, by the way. You know what? It's turned all the way down, though. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's better. All right. Yeah, sorry, Krill. Yeah, you're saying no, that's the way saying it works back, back home. home. I had a very similar story. They're like, we can take you to the station, write you a ticket, which will be a couple hundred more. You can just pay me right here and just fucking go home. <laughs> <laughs> so great, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so what were you doing down there for work? Some sort of mural or some shit like that? I saw some of it on Facebook, so I, did, I didn't like catch what the entire job was. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even go for work. We just went for uh, like a vacation. And then when I was uh, talking to people online and shit about like, um, you know, just like I was just seeing if any of the homies on, on any of my social media knew anyone down there. And then uh, turns out one of my homies, uh, Jesse Jacobson, uh, he uh, runs some of the battles out here and stuff, the rap battles. And uh, his uh, little brother actually lives in Puerto Vallarta. So when we got out there, he's like a semi-pro skater and shit. So... Okay. When we got out there, he, he got us all, like, you know, settled and fuck, got us our trees and our fucking uh, party supplies or whatever. And yeah. Kind of showed us where to go and what where not to go and shit and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it, was, it was good just having a little homie there or whatever. But, um, yeah, so uh, his his mom, their mom, owns a, an art gallery right downtown Puerto Vallarta. It's called something, I don't know how you'd say it in uh, Spanish, but it's uh, it's just called The Art Exchange. Okay. And uh, when, when I got down there, uh, he just took us to the art gallery and then his mom just uh, commissioned me to do some uh, some canvases for her. So, wow. Eh? And has she ever seen your art before? Was she familiar with you at all? Like, did they show them anything first or 
Yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm uh, presuming uh, his brother's name is Axton. Um, I'm, I'm guessing Axton showed her my, my shit, and then, uh, yeah, she she was feeling it. So they got a lot of pop art down there, so. Okay. Yeah, that shit's super unique that you do. The, from the first time I ever spoke to you, I told you, like, I am by no means some sort of art connoisseur. A lot of it I look at, it and I'm like, I don't fucking get it. You know what I mean? But that shit you do is so fucking unique and cool. Like, where did the idea come from? Obviously, there's an inspiration of, of video games and, you know, like the Simpsons and shit like that. Cartoons, that you see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But where's like, where's the, the inspiration come from? Or like, when did you start doing that? What made you start doing that and stick to that kind of art? Um, it definitely started with graffiti. Um, I like, uh, I didn't even start doing graffiti till I was like maybe 25, like 24, 25. Mm hmm. And uh, basically, I've just a lot of my friends are graffiti writers. A lot of my uh, people I grew up with are really fucking talented graffiti writers. So I would usually be on the road with them or whatever, doing whatever, going to festivals or they'd come be coming to the hip hop shows or whatever. And um, I would just always paint over, like I'd buff the wall. Right. I would just roll it gray or black or whatever like that. Okay. And uh, I just got sick of it. So I just bought my own cans and fucking started trying it out and. They, they were actually, like, really dope about it. They all encouraged it. And then fucking from there, I kind of, like, I did graffiti for, like, six or seven years. I, I And I never even painted, like, a character or anything. And then hmm. when I uh, just started fucking around painting characters, I just kind of, like, liked it more. It was just a change after painting six years of graffiti and letters and shit and kind of, like, learning how to use colors and do line work and shit. Then I could finally actually, you know, like, do something a little bit different than everyone else so um yeah i just started painting like cartoons and stuff that, that like you know that fucking everyone likes well yeah. specifically myself at first i just like oh i want to paint this guy or i want to paint this dude or and then uh yeah just like fucking there's just countless like nostalgic little characters you can throw mm -hmm. onto a, a canvas and, and just like i don't know it's just some people want like flowers and fucking mountains on their wall and some people want, <laughs> some people want fucking mickey mouse with a fucking gun and, no like, shit with a fucking uzi or something. Something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so like how does one go from doing graffiti which is considered vandalism and they're getting tickets and fines and shit i was gonna to, say were you getting paid for graffiti yeah and then turning it into something where you know making some money off of it well that was the other thing i spent i like fifteen thousand dollars just on fines for graffiti right like oh. and in cal in calgary like where i where i started like fucking it's uh if you fucking write your name on a dumpster or fucking literally on the side of a fucking porto potty like it's a five thousand dollar fine so holy shit uh, wow and uh, and sometimes a criminal charge. It depends on like the the owner of the shit, right? So sorry, I, I just got fucking pop ups there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, fucking. And then I got arrested. So I got arrested once in Calgary. Yeah, which was a five thousand dollar fine. And then I we did like a fundraiser or some shit, and I I, I think we made like twenty five hundred bucks. So that was tight. I only had to pay like twenty five hundred for that, but um then i got blasted again out in fucking banff which is like a fucking um national park yes yeah, like, it, it was park. just in, like the alley downtown in banff like we were just getting drunk at a bar and i tagged something in the alley like i literally think it was a dumpster and uh, uh and it's ten thousand dollars in the fucking national parks Jesus. and uh yeah, yeah so there, there was like a fucking uh whatever like a fucking plain clothes like undercover officer like over the, like near one of the bars i guess he saw me through the alley so i got 10 grand for that 
And then, yeah, just after paying like 10 grand or 15 or 12, 1200 bucks or 12,000 bucks in fucking yeah. graffiti fucking charges, I was just kind of like, actually, that was kind of where it started was, was when we did the, um, one of the, uh, fundraisers. Cause like fucking, I was like, well, I'm not going to sell graffiti cause all the undercover cops are going to be here too. So I was like, fucking, I'll just do like cartoon characters and shit. And, uh, they, they ended up selling way more. Right. So fucking, when I, when I made that cash back to pay off those fines and shit, I was like, fucking, well, maybe I should consider just yeah, painting shit, fucking eh? some real artwork. Yeah, a like, light bulb like, went on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, you know, like, we're still getting a little bit of trouble here and there, but it's like fucking, it, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's just not as lucrative, right? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And is it, um, is that something that cops take seriously? Like fucking like uh, people, graffiti artists or what they, you know, consider vandalism, whatever. Like you just said, that cop was in plain clothes. Is he in plain clothes just monitoring what's going on in the park and they fucking, like they'll nail a graffiti writer? Is that something like cops are on the fucking lookout for? We've had law enforcement on the show before. None of us thought to ask about graffiti. You know yeah. what I mean? It just doesn't seem like something you think that would be on a cop's radar. Yeah, well, Banff is like, there's a city in it too, right? Like it's a national yeah. park, but, but there's a city, in it, right? There's like a yeah. town, so... So they have cops there, and it's all RCMP, and fucking, they take their job way too fucking serious. But um, <laughs> especially in bands, like fucking. But yeah, so um, I don't know. There's just always gonna be like some fucking hero cop somewhere that, like, you know, if he sees you, he's like, in Vancouver, it's fucking five hundred dollar fine and slap on the wrist. They won't even bring you to jail or anything. But and and there's no court date or anything. It's just a, a fucking five hundred dollar fine. But, but that's why some of the best artists come out of fucking Vancouver and shit because there's a lot more room to fucking paint, right? Is there? A, I was just gonna actually ask you that. Is there a lot of um, a lot of the buildings and a lot of like bridges and shit have graffiti on it on them out there? Like nice well, graffiti. Well, like fucking downtown east side, yeah. Like they don't give a fuck about anything down there. Right? Like, <laughs> they, they, you, you have to fucking literally like kill someone to like fucking get in trouble down there or like rob like a store like because that's the only thing they take it seriously is like fucking other people up or like robbing from the businesses or whatever so so right? you, you can walk around you can smoke crack you can spray paint the walls you can fucking <laughs> you can fight another fucking person as long as it's there's there like a crackhead or something like <laughs> yeah there's like a whole like legit skid row out there isn't there i've never yeah yeah it's, it's fucking yeah it's bad man holy shit and there's but, a lot uh, of if you go downtown right now like downtown east side they i don't i they fucking everything is covered in graffiti like there's no fucking there's not one building that's not fucking covered in graffiti like it's and then but then you cross one block and then it's all like you know like the gucci store and the fucking louis vuitton and shit holy shit and so all those walls get cleaned right away but there's literally there's a few streets that's around the hood where you look on one side and it's just it, like the, everything is covered like the doors the windows the fucking bricks the fucking sidewalk everything and then the, on the other side of the street there's not a fucking tag anywhere like, holy mm. shit yeah yeah in vancouver too like it, it's getting more and more reputation of being a, a rougher city and a more dangerous city but outside of that area like nighttime is it fucking nightlife and stuff is it dangerous it's, to go out it's way more dangerous outside of that area that's one of the safest places in the fucking city to be honest because nobody fucks with well, no one fucks with each other. Like, it, like the only way you're you're getting fucked up is if you if you've stolen somebody's shit, like their bike or something, or or like fucking gave them bad drugs or some shit like that. Everyone treat like that's it's not honestly like one of the closest knit community. It's the only like neighborhood left. Like, 
fucking mm-hmm. people know each other people like fucking you know like help each other out like it's actually really dope there, and there's so many undercovers and there's so many actual cops wearing clothes and shit that it's like the fucking safest place you can be the second you go over into like gas town or something where yeah. all the fucking drunk white guys are and shit, <laughs> that's where it gets fucked up that like everyone's fucking <laughs> drunk and fucking throwing bottles at you and shit and like trying to be tough and shit like the fucking crackheads aren't gonna do anything man like fucking they're all like fighting each other and shit like fucking this guy snitched on this guy or this guy was selling frozen soap instead of crack or whatever like you know like they're fucking each other up they're not fucking me and you up though yeah yeah and you 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 grew up in calgary right or you lived in calgary when you're younger um yeah i grew i was in calgary till i was like 18 or 19 yeah that's no fucking nice place either. I got a buddy that's lived out in Cal, like near Calgary, Edmonton, and Cold. Again, Lake. it's just drunk dudes, though. Yep. Just drunk people. Yeah, he said. <laughs> he says crazy. He's like, fuck. He's like, it's nothing like Toronto. It's just so much more fucking violent than Toronto. Yeah, people just like get drunk and then they're like, hey, let's go fucking fight someone. Like, you know, like, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the hip hop scene like out there? Is it uh, violent as well? Is there a lot of problems with any like hip hop festivals, hip hop concerts, like local shows, man? No, no man, Vancouver is getting really good at like supporting each other. Like well, most of the people out here now, fucking, I don't think there was ever really a time. Like, there's like been little beefs, like you know, like Snack and Mad Child and shit like that. But like, yeah. there hasn't been like any like, fuck, I can't even remember. Like the last beef I can think of that was like fucking maybe ten years ago. Like, it was like mm-hmm. fucking pa- paper chasing manic or something. We're actually like fucking punching each other out at shows and shit. But like. Like was manic, like, manic, fucking battle rapper, manic. Yeah, yeah. That battled Ilmac and um, who was it? Yeah. Why was Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. what happened after that battle. And he they, fucking, they got he, in, like some kind of little weird thing, and manic got all like internet famous for doing his like crazy eyes. Yeah, his shit. crazy <laughs> eyes and shit. Yeah. That is fucking. That's one of my favorite things ever. Uh, yeah, manic and spite did not have a good day at the office that day. They got fucking washed. Whatever happened. And then Manic and Spite actually had a beef. It seems just like oh, if yeah? Manic's around, there's a beef, but like that's my <laughs> uncle though. So. <laughs> oh, for real? No, no, that's just that's not your uncle. Right? But yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's like he's it's, a friend it's of yours a, though. He's Nate thing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a friend of yours though. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a I'm doing a show with him on April 9th. It's like a hip hop, uh it's an aboriginal hip hop boat party. With like DJ Shubs from uh, Tribe Called Red, and uh, uh, there's a bunch of other people on there. I can't remember right now, but so yeah. how does uh, I take it? Because a lot of the a lot of the, the artwork I've seen of yours, it blends well in with the uh, hip hop culture, like to the same way comic books do and shit like that. Do you get yeah. a lot of uh, a business through hip hop? Yeah, man. Honestly, if I didn't rap for like fucking the ten or fifteen years that I did before painting i don't think I'd, I'd ever have the uh the fucking like reach that i do you know like definitely a lot of the paintings i sell are from people that um at one point listened to my music so right. definitely, yeah and what do you still work on music or have you got away from it yeah no i i definitely haven't made any i think it's been about three years but I, i'm sitting on some stuff uh there's a producer from Vancouver here named Ange. He's produced from for like fucking Wu Tang Clan all the way to like fucking uh, when Two Chains was Titty Boy and, and oh, he shit. made like uh, some tracks for Nipsey Hustle. Um, he's a pretty fucking uh, heavy name in the in the producer market. So uh, 
Uh, me and him actually have a full album together, and I just don't know when I'm going to drop it. Like, I haven't even shot a video or anything yet. I just, like, fucking with everything going on. And I'm start like, with the artwork and, like, I, uh, I just started up my website and my online shit. We want to actually open a storefront, and I got, like, the clothing and shit now and shit. So, like, I've just had my fucking hands filled. Like, art pays the bills right now. So, like, nice. uh to to be completely brutally honest like i don't think i don't think i've ever made money off actually making music it's been so more so like merch and fucking doing rap battles and and selling tickets to shows and shit like that that pay the bills like music doesn't like music sales i've never really put money in my pocket right like mm-hmm. in fact like at the end of the day when you're an independent artist and you, you you're paying money to shoot music videos and fucking and get big collaborations and and go on tours and shit like that like it it ends up costing you way more than you end up making right so Mm -hmm. until you get to a certain level right Mm -hmm. but yeah that's exactly it the music the music industry is a serious grind and you never know if you're going to make it it's the one percent of the one percent of the one percent at the end of the day that you know rise to the actual like the cream of the crop with uh with art it uh is there a lot of space for people to make a living in it like well it depends on uh what lane you're choosing right like i don't know like um like i said i don't know if i like if i didn't do the music before i did this shit like i i nearly do as well as i'm doing Mm -hmm. so like for a lot of people even if they do do this and i and i do see a lot of people trying to like kind of i'm definitely by far like not the first person to like make the exact style of art that i make but like i do know there's lots of other artists before me but i kind of uh i'm i'm kind of um in my own lane as far as location like up here and stuff you know mm-hmm. like there, you don't find a lot of the stuff that i make I, I do see a lot of people starting to do it now but um again they don't really have a huge backing of support already right so um but like if you're just somebody selling landscapes and and like I said, flowers and or like then uh, it's fucking hard to make it in art. Um to make it in art these days, you gotta be able to like I feel like just do like custom like family portraits and fucking uh <laughs> and animals, like shit like that that people buy on a daily basis or, or be a tattoo artist, right? Like tattoo artists make a fucking shitload of money. They're the the most angry people in the world, but <laughs> They most of them hate their job because they have to do shit they don't want to do all day. But you know, like it depends what you're gonna do as an artist, right? So I, I kind of chose when I came into the game what I was gonna do and what I wanted to do because I knew if I was gonna do this as an actual living, and then I couldn't be doing something that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, to answer your question, I guess it, it's yeah, there's fucking it's saturated out there for sure. There's tons of tons and tons of people trying to be. There's probably more. You know how bad it is as rappers, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's way more. There's more, way more people trying to just be artists than there are trying to be rappers. So, fuck it. This yeah. NFT shit. Do you understand anything that's going on with that? Are you tapped into that world? I do and I don't. I'm like, cause I'm like so bad. Like, it, I even needed like people to walk me through how to get on this fucking chat right now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But, but um, yeah, no. So the technology part of it, I have no idea. Like, uh, they mm. say you need like to sit down for like fifty to a hundred hours or something and do your research before you get into the game. I'm oh. like, fuck. I don't even have the time for that. And, and me sitting in front of a computer, I'd probably just like 
blow my head off trying to figure shit out like that <laughs> but the art side of it i do get and like the non-fungible token part i do get and i do get how it, it's good it's very profitable to like uh, make one because you're always gonna fucking um have uh royalties on that image or whatever no matter mm-hmm. how many times it sells mm-hmm. so that's pretty crazy the other thing i've been talking to people though about is fucking lately since fucking my late in my mid-30s now i'm growing more of a conscience and um apparently it's like super bad for the uh, environment and the earth and shit the amount of energy that they spend on it oh really i didn't hear that yeah you gotta do some research into that shit it's it's a, wow. apparently it's like fucking the world up so like the oh, amount of energy it's taking or something but um so i and i still have to do more research on that too but um that's that's what i've heard so far but with all that being said i do have like an nft in the works right now it's just I don't even know if we're going to drop it. And I also have a few different people that are kind of like wanting to because, um, like I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it. So I'm basically <laughs> going to hire somebody to help me with it and give them a percentage. So I'm kind of yeah. figuring out who I'm going to get to help me right now. Yeah, the biggest thing that I don't get is what it's like. I mean, somebody could just create an image digitally and download it. So what's the where does what's the difference? How do they become worth? Like how are they so valuable? I've read some of them but going it's for just millions. Like, it's just like buying uh, like cryptocurrency. So like if you have uh, like if you have one single Bitcoin, no one else can ever have that that Bitcoin, right? There's only a certain amount in circulation or whatever. Okay. So if if you make this image, it goes into like a blockchain. That's okay. what they call it, and basically it can never be remade. This this image that you're buying. Um, so if that image, it goes, it's like, it's money. It's basically money. And they're basically saying in the, in the Hmm. distant future, we're going to be using NFTs to get into things like concerts and events and shit like that, blah, blah, blah. It's fucking weird, man. Like, I don't even understand that part yet. Imagine um, that you're paying with a Mickey Mouse at the door or some shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, no, it'll be some kind of, it'll be some kind of currency. That's just an NFT. It won't be like an image or anything. It'll be, but, um, so anyways, once you buy that image, and it, yeah. it, say say you resell it to somebody, somebody really really fucking wants that it, that image, and uh, they're willing to pay you a fucking million bucks for it. Yeah. Now that now now that <laughs> NFT is worth that image that you had is now officially worth a million dollars. But um, it's only because somebody is willing to pay for it, right? Yeah, and then I would get uh like whatever amount of royalty I set on that image. Mm-hmm. So if they buy it for a million bucks and I say I want 10% of that uh, as a royalty, now I get that whatever, like at $10,000 or $100,000 or whatever. And then if they sell it for $5 million, I get 10% royalty on the $5 million to the next person. Nice. So oh. as long as that shit is going around in circulation and reselling to people, I'm making money every single time it resells. Uh, as as the creator of the nft not if not if you just buy it but like if you as the creator yeah yeah that art art is under art industry could be used to laundry money if you think about it if anybody (laughs) if anybody could just who alec monopoly no he's uh i think he's russian but like he's he's american but i think he's like his background's russian but I'm pretty sure he's like a super heavy money launderer for like all the gangs out there. But he sells like a painting of the Monopoly man with a bag of money 
like sloppily spray painted on a canvas for like 45, 50,000 bucks. You know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, right? Because you can you can say it's worth whatever and that that money becomes legal because you just sold a fucking painting. Yeah. Wow. And then right. if he makes the 50,000 bucks, I bet you he takes 10 grand and they take 40,000 fucking clean money, right? Like, yeah. That's crazy. Wow. As someone who's, uh, you know, graffiti and then obviously on canvas, now you got this NFT thing. One thing that, that I, I, I'm having a hard time getting past with Bitcoin or NFTs or whatever it may be. Now we got uh, Metaverse or whatever the hell going on. I like tangible yeah, that, that's things. That's just fucked up. Right. I like tangible things. So, I mean, yeah, you might be able to make more off an NFT, but what's you, what was your preference be? Like something digital like that or... Something you can fucking tan, like something you can hold. Well, that's what I I figure. Like in the future, people are going to be sitting in little fucking shanties, fucking (laughs) with like a headset on, looking at a fucking like living like they're in a mansion, right? Like metaverse is definitely a step towards me. No, but I think they want. I think the end goal of that, I'm hell into conspiracies and shit. They just want like people to like spend their money on shit that's fake, so they can't buy real shit, right? Like. Yeah, man, that NFT, sure the Bitcoin, the metaverse, uh, the little bits, uh, the little bit I've spent trying to understand it, I just don't. Somebody, get it. somebody spent four hundred fifty thousand dollars to buy a property inside of metaverse besides Snoop Dogg. That's what I mean. So <laughs> you, you basically just bought something fake that's not even real for half a million bucks. Or, because or, you, you know, your like, picture is going to be beside Snoop Dogg now when people come in there. That's about it. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> Man, it, it seems to me like, remember the game The Sims that was out in like 2000 or some shit yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? SimCity, yeah. Yeah, SimCity. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. I don't that's get exactly it. exactly what it is. It's just SimCity like 2021. Like, and you can, and, and now, yeah, they're buying shit like art off like people like me or like mural artists so that they can put it on like the street walls and shit you know like oh wow it's just everything's gonna be fake and shit and then you're gonna like feel uncomfortable living in the real world and shit i don't know i i just don't fuck with it (laughs) (laughs) aside from the spray paint and the acrylic that do you do anything else like sketches with pencil or anything outside of that yeah actually uh fucking when i was i was just doing this art course online one of the fucking uh things was just sketching like just doing um fucking you're like your own like that's one of the other things too is i'm mostly a reference artist right like it's really hard for me to just make up my own characters okay. so this whole this whole thing was uh just sketching your own characters and i came up with some cool shit and ended up painting them and and selling those so that was pretty cool but uh besides that just uh lately fucking um just doing bigger walls and then do, using epoxy on, on most of the canvases the epoxy is pretty fucking crazy because you got to do it like perfectly but it makes your shit look like 80 million times better so is it uh sorry go ahead girl is there any copy because you said you're a reference artist right so i'm wondering is there any copyright problems because you use characters that somebody else made up if if i'm like reproducing it in the masses i i think so like if i you know if i make like we were saying like for an example mickey mouse or whatever with a gun or something and i start putting it on t-shirts and reselling it like fucking globally i'm sure they'd have a problem with it but um I don't think so selling one piece of artwork. I've never really looked into it, but one thing I do know is because when you when when you do when you take something say it's Disney or it's or it's anything big like that and uh you change it by 30% or more, um you actually own the rights to it. 
is what I've heard. I hmm. got, I got to double check on that too. That's what they do in video games and stuff, right? Because yeah. So if you, you, like if you change Nissan the colors and you fucking add like a third eye and put a whole bunch of drips <laughs> on it, fucking, you know, so people can tell what character it is, but it's really not the same. Yeah. Um, I so you personally what I've been told by cars. like fucking uh, my homies that are in the like legal game and shit. They they say that that's pretty much like. Uh, they can't fuck with you on that so but uh, again i should probably do my own research on that but right now i'm I'm just kind of uh getting on the come up a bit so like i, I don't think they're looking at me yet so <laughs> <laughs> okay it's like even, even people like bruno mars i think got sued 18 times for 24 karat gold Yeah. And then Dua Lipa just got sued a couple times for one song too. You know what I mean? So I'm just I'm just thinking if it's a piece of art that uh, that attracted attention, made money. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I, well, I'd imagine somebody trying to get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? No as shit. soon as the money there, comes there's in, there's a, somebody hunting for you. I don't know who what what the deal is, but I'll I'll ask some people because there's a a ton of like really 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 big artists that I know that know that make uh, millions of dollars, and and their shit is all you know. Disney and fucking Monopoly and uh, oh, things nice. that are definitely trademarked, you know, like so. So, anyone yeah, ever, I don't know. Anyone ever try to jack your shit? You ever see anyone freaking try to front sell it off as, 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 as it is theirs, like saying that they created it and they didn't buy it from you? Any shit like that? Um, no, I, I get a lot of like resale stuff. Like I have people sell my shit and they'll let me know. They'll be like, oh, I sold that canvas for like, you know, couple hundred more and i'm like that's good good mm -hmm. like that ups, that ups the value of my art yeah yeah um i've also found my canvases in like value village and shit like oh fucking, really yeah actually you, you know it's fucked up um there's a, a fucking uh a pretty fucking big rapper that uh, a lot of people know i won't name any names or anything that got a canvas off me because I, i we're still talking we're trying to figure shit out but um Uh, yeah, I've sold the canvas to a pretty big rapper, and then oh. uh, I've had a homie be like, "Oh, yo, I just found this at Value Village." Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, like straight up. I guess he just moved or whatever, and like, fucking, I don't know. I, but my homie bought it and like, like from Value Village and resold it for like several hundred bucks. So like, you know, like, it's it's just funny. But I've had I've had other artists around the city just try to like take exact paintings i've made and paint them themselves and sell them for half the price and shit you know like holy shit yeah wow eh? um what'd your buddy pay for that uh the painting at value village do you know uh it was he gave me like 400 bucks but also he was supposed to do a verse on one of the song on one of my songs yeah yeah no but and your friend that found it at value village oh i think he sold it for like eight or nine hundred bucks but what did he pay for it At oh, Value like Village. 30, I think he said like 30 bucks or something. Yeah, it was like a triptych. Uh, it was like three canvases all like elastic together. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, that's wild. Um, the fuck was I gonna say? I'm stoned. I forgot where I was going. Right. Oh, Amy, uh the uh that guy that does all the sketches of the MMA fighters, what's his name again? Evan Showman. Evan Showman. He told me one time that people always friggin um print his sketches mm -hmm. uh, and then they frame them and they put them on the wall rather than buying the print or whatever right that's why he writes all over them yeah oh, that's uh, why okay a lot of people I mean, do that 
Yeah, ahead, it's the same as like anybody creating an image or a photographer putting their watermark on the bottom corner so you can't crop it out. It's the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to him the one time about a Sean Tompkins sketching that he had. And uh, and he said to me, he's like, yeah, just don't print it and frame it. And I was like, why the fuck would I do that? And he's like, that's a thing, man. I hear about it all the time. I see it. He said he's been places and he sees it. He's just like, oh, where'd that come from? Some person yeah. gives some bullshit story. And he's just like, yeah, I fucking drew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like people that wear fucking fake clothes, right? Like if you if you know your shit, then you're just gonna be like, you look stupid now. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, artwork's a little easier to get away with because it's not like fucking nine out of ten. No, actually, like probably fucking ninety fucking eight out of a hundred people will walk into your house and not know anything about artwork, right? So yeah so a lot of people will go online and be like oh this guy's dope art's so fucking dope uh, how much and then they'll be like oh it's like fucking five grand for a canvas and then they'll be like oh okay i'll get back to you and then they'll go on to fucking google image the fucking canvas or search the canvas and go to london drugs and print it out you know and fucking... mm-hmm. do you know a lot about other other kinds of art and periodical art and this and that whatever else like do you is is it something you need to know in order for you to do what you do no, like when I started this shit, I didn't know fucking anything. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that's why I like kind of even like some of my old stuff more because I like well some of the shit just because like I didn't know fucking anything and I didn't have now like I actually had a guy. I'll get into the story after if you guys want, but I had a guy that uh, bought sixty thousand dollars worth of art off me, and he was basically saying that he was gonna like he's a multi fucking millionaire. Like he is actually a multi-millionaire. He was basically saying like, I was going to be retired at 40. He was going to help me all with all the shit, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, um, he, he was talking to me. Fuck. What was the question you just asked? <laughs> <laughs> no, I forget. No, you were asking if you know anything about yeah. other, other, other. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. Once, I started hanging out, once I started hanging out with this guy, he taught me a lot about different art and shit. Like he actually has literally has galleries in other places and shit and, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, so I started learning more about art, like off of him and stuff, but it wasn't really my style. But I, I, I started doing my own research on other shit. Like I said, I didn't know anything about a fucking one painter or anything when I started doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And I really got into like, you know, uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat and uh, a bunch of the New York guys like fucking Warhol and all those guys. I started watching documentaries and reading books about those guys. So th- that's had a little bit of influence on my shit now. And then and uh just like not really time like periods but like from places around the earth and just seeing like the different styles of art and shit i've, I've learned a lot in, mm-hmm. in that regard too um but no i've never done any like research like reading back on like yeah you know like renaissance no art school or, mm-hmm. yeah i don't know the fucking first thing about even like fucking <laughs> prop- i don't know shit about like propaganda art or like renaissance art or any of that kind of shit <laughs> So I'm no like, art, no art school, I'm like nothing, 1990 nothing. till now kind of thing. But that there was no art school, no education like that. Well, art school and well, where I grew up, like I grew up in Calgary. I don't know about other places, but art school in Calgary, they just fucking give you a pen and pencil or and try that. And then they're like, give you a paintbrush <laughs> and they're like, try that. And then they give you a fucking create like a pastels try that okay fuck you suck zero percent you're very good a hundred percent like fuckers. <laughs> you know they, they don't like teach you anything about art they just fucking throw shit in your hand give you a coloring book and i'm fucking <laughs> can you uh can you appreciate most other art 
are you pretty uh, stuck on oh, what yeah, you no, do? Man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I love, I love fucking. I've been watching uh, tons of shit lately, just like on YouTube or whatever. But like, fucking, the more I watch now, the more like I like different styles of art than like just pop art, like mine. Like, I fucking definitely. The, we were just watching this uh, documentary on this guy that like has nightmares all night, and then he like paints what he sees in the morning, and it's all Jesus. these like dark creatures and shit. And I was like, fuck, this is this is tight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what about uh, what about uh like to old school you ever go to museums and shit see see the big paintings yeah yeah so we just did mushrooms a little while ago and went and saw the Van Gogh. Nice. yeah it was a huge van gogh uh exhibit but, it is uh, not dope as shit i went yeah to it, and it was uh yeah it was like a year ago and uh but they do like the uh It's not actual paintings of his but it's um they like uh project them onto the wall about like a hundred like 80 feet high and like mm -hmm. 100 feet wide on the walls and you can see like every little brush stroke and like every little fucking thing and uh it's a big huge place you walk around and it lasts about an hour or something and but uh and they play this really like elegant piano music and blah 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 you know it was, so that was like kind of like, like perfect honestly, and, yeah 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 and I, then <laughs> I, uh, we did the takashi Mirakami exhibit a few years ago at the uh art gallery Those are like honestly the only two art shows I've ever been to, but I'm not like fucking like I said, I'm not super fucking cultured in this shit yet. Like my <laughs> my uh my first few art shows were with other artists, so they they were they they actually done it nice and had like wine and cheese and the white walls and shit. But like mm -hmm. I've I've never even done my own art show yet. I don't even know what the concept would be. I want to make my kind of trippy, but yeah. Mm. Have you encountered people from the art world, art world that you see like there's like uh, portrayed stereotypically in movies and shit like that that are absolute fucking snobs and they describe art with unnecessary words and shit like that? Have you encountered any of them? Yeah, definitely. Not in Vancouver. Fuck yeah, that's like that's people that don't even paint. Like, <laughs> like that's just everyone. But um, no um, not not like in my realm really. Like because like well, most of my homies and shit are still like graffiti artists and they, and they yeah. do kind of pop art like me so we're all kind of down to earth we're all anybody that you meet that's a graffiti artist or that does art anywhere even similar to mine is usually a pretty fucked up person so <laughs> <laughs> like fucking i don't know any of my graph homies or art homies that aren't just absolute fucking mutants but um <laughs> but it, it no the second you meet anyone that like goes to like emily carr which is like the fucking um the main art school out here the second you meet anyone that's outside of like kind of our little realm everyone is like that like fucking mm. yeah Holy shit. That must be difficult to have a conversation with people, right? When you're trying well, that's to get why into it's those hard galleries. To, like, cross, yeah, it's hard to cross worlds sometimes because like right. they're the ones that have all the opportunity, right? So when you fucking I have to kind of like not put my, my nose in the air, but I have to fucking like make sure that they fucking I don't, need, I don't even know what the word is like fucking I, I have to like fucking switch my face up a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with the big pieces you do, like the walls, I say you've done like a gym and a few other things. Um, that seems super fucking intimidating to me. How do you space it out so you don't leave a big fucking empty gap at the end or not leave enough space at the end? Like I'm the asshole that when I'm writing on paper, I have to like curve it downwards because I don't fit it in the fucking line. So the, I, I, when I look at that shit, 
Where do you even begin for a piece like that on a big ass wall? Uh, for me, I, I just do it the exact same way as I do a canvas. Like I was just, if I, especially if I'm doing a character, mm-hmm. um, I always start with the eyes and um, it's just all mental math from there. I just count fucking how many eye, how many, how much space does that eye would be to the next fucking line over. And then I, I use that fucking same eye to like, measure everything out around the whole piece and i just freehanded around it and oh. uh it, and uh as far as spacing goes like i i'll it'll, i'll fuck up like the first like three times because <laughs> <laughs> so, if i'm just outlining i can always just re-outline it's fine but so sometimes yeah i fuck up the first time or two and then third time i'll get it right and then once you get that sizing right it, it all works out perfect um with um like crazy ass logos and shit that are like fucking computer generated i tell people either to get like a fucking decal of it like i'm like i'm not painting this mm-hmm. like that's, <laughs> or or um if if they do just want it hand painted and they want it to look near perfect and i say near perfect because you can't like do it like a computer with your fucking bare hand usually yeah but um Honestly, I'll just like use a projector for like things like uh, letters and sh- like for a for a, what's it called like a company's logo or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for the characters, I just freehand them. I just fucking go off the like I said, I just take the eye and fucking measure everything up around the eye. So, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the biggest piece you've done? Like, what's the biggest wall size or square footage or whatever? Um, probably. This uh, last wall I did was pretty big. Uh, it was at the, the arcade slash comedy place. I think that was, uh, well, it was two walls. One wall was um, 10 by 30 feet, and the other wall was 15 by 30 feet. Wow. And then there was two, like, middle walls between those that were, like, 10 by 15 or something. So, Holy shit. And do you have anyone that's, like, so I guess a laborer fucking for lack of a better term that helps you do some of the like some of the whatever rough shit that you need to do or whatever before you not, go in and do it. Is it all you? Just you? Not yeah, all me right now, but not but soon I'm definitely gonna be hiring people because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's this thing I had to do on the last wall actually. Like uh I've done it on lots of smaller walls, so I didn't think it'd be a problem. But uh, when I'm doing like the space backgrounds, I literally to make the stars, I just dip my fingers in like white paint. Okay. And then I, I just like splattered on the wall mm-hmm. with my fingers. And uh, dude, after fucking like however many square feet I just mentioned of this splashing paint, I had like tendonitis and I like couldn't even paint <laughs> for like two days. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I was def- I'm definitely getting somebody to do that next time. Um, <laughs> and just like, yeah, like rolling the wall and doing background shit like that. Mm. and uh and doing like set like um masking and and uh drop sheets all that kind of shit i definitely want to hire someone to do that shit but mm. yeah uh, a lot of the jobs i do right now are in the middle of fucking butt fuck nowhere this one actually was was nice it was downtown but a, a lot of the places i do are like half an hour 40 minutes an hour out of town so mm. it's hard to get people that are you know everyone works right so it's either me like be like stop working and i'll pay you full time or <laughs> take a day off work or take like four days off work and help me <laughs> and when you're painting on um on canvas do you paint at home or do you have i would assume you have somewhere ventilated like a proper place or yeah i have a uh, well 
up until now, like just a few months ago, um, I've had my own studio and gallery and shit down on uh, Broadway and shit. And uh, since then, they, uh, the building I was doing shit in got condemned. They shut everything down. Nice. So I, I do have a, like a home studio right now. Okay. It's just, like, it's just basically a fucking, it's like my den, but it's oh, got man. a big fucking window that opens and I do. I do all my spray painting downstairs in the fucking parking lot anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, right right now it's just like. So for like. Pretty pretty fucking pinner right now. (laughs) So uh, my buddy's just got a new spot. That's going to be, we're going to get the keys to it probably the first of next month. So hopefully we can get back in there. So. So if I take it, it's uh, it's not a cheap hobby, eh? Painting, like what you do with all the supplies you need, and if you get real serious, you start have to, you know, you got to get a spot to set up in, and everything else. Like, is it? It can get very expensive, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, when when I have the studio and the gallery, like I'm paying rent for the gallery space and the studio. The gallery got shut down before COVID, well, during COVID, obviously, because it wasn't essential or whatever. But, um studio space i can usually get away with like you know four or five hundred a month but yeah it's like uh then adding supplies and all that shit i try to include my overhead though when i give people quotes for their prices or for their pieces so Mm. so i'm I'm never really in the red on fucking material but Mm. how far away have you been um at uh, least even contacted even if you weren't um even hired for the job to uh to paint something like uh, even on canvas if it wasn't like physically because i think mexico is the only time you've been out of the country for a job right yeah so far um yeah, yeah but I have you to, sold I, stuff that you've shipped to other countries oh yeah i've shipped shit like everywhere i've i've i've, I've sent stuff to austria so i could um what's it called uh, holland uh the states mexico uh, a few other places uh jamaica like weird hmm. weird places yeah I, it's just all off my instagram right so nice. those ones like those ones i got a fedex and shit it's nice just using canada post because i got a fucking <laughs> small business account with them but yeah <laughs> and shipping something like that too what precautions do you have to take to make sure it's not damaged Sometimes if I'm doing like really far away, I just take it right off the frame and I just mm-hmm. roll it. Roll it up. I was going to say put it in some sort of tube or something, right? Yeah, I put it in oh, like a plastic real, eh? tube. And then, yeah, they basically just have to reframe it when it gets there. Holy shit. And is, it, is there, uh, have you ever been contacted for a piece that for whatever may reason you said no? Oh, fuck all the time, man. Just because like I, I like to stick to like what I do, right? Like if it's for, I've done lots of pieces that I, uh, then I'm kind of stepping out of my shit just for my friends though. But like when it's just a regular customer, like they'll, I'll be like, okay, did you look at my Instagram page? And they'll be like, yeah, I saw everything. It looks great. And I'm like, okay. So like, I, I'm under the assumption that they like see like all the cartoon characters and that's like what I do. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, they'll be like, Oh, can you paint me and my family? I want four of my kids on jet, jet, <laughs> on jet skis. And I want my uh, uncle flying over them in a motorbike. And I want a uh, crocodile coming out of the, uh, out of the water. And I'm like, that's not what I do. Like, you know, <laughs> and they're like, I'll give you a fucking a thousand bucks. And I'm like, no, like, fuck. Like, cause to be honest, I can sit and make three canvases in the same amount of time that I actually want to paint and make the same amount of money. So like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So you're into, uh, into battle rap. You've been actually, the reason I first came across you was organic. Organic posted something that he bought off you. And I was like, what's this? And that, that linked me to, I don't know if it was your Instagram or if it was your website a few months ago. And I friggin, uh, I went and took a look and I was like, holy shit, this guy does some crazy stuff. But, um, so do you, do you, do you still, um, not active about a rap, but pay attention to it? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was just watching the, uh, what's it called? Uh, well, I only caught like fucking the last round of each, but I, I watched the, uh, title match and the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, a hundred, uh, K, uh, prelims or whatever. Yeah. 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 Semifinals. 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 Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, it's getting way bigger, man. It's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. When yeah. did you first start getting into battle rap? I did like... the very first King of the Dot battle ever. What? But, yeah, the very first event ever. They did one in Toronto and they did yeah. one in Vancouver. And I was the very first. So I guess they would have been a few hours ahead of us, but they start. we started them like at the same time or whatever for each day. Um, and wow. I, was the, I was the very first battle of the very first King of the Dot in Vancouver. Holy shit, I did not know that. Yeah, wow, and eh? I think I'm like 34 battles deep now. I think I have 34 battles, so. And what was the most recent battle you had? Because you were saying before you're not as active anymore, or recently? Uh, last one was me versus Marv 1 from Detroit. Yeah, 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 I know Marv. We like battle rap a lot, but uh, yeah. how long was that? working on a track with Marv right now. Oh, yeah. that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, Marv's good shit. We just, we... We just battled because, like, uh, he wanted to come back to Vancouver, and uh, I guess it just made sense. But, uh, yeah, that was a really dope battle. Uh, I've had a few offers um, just from, like, kind of the smaller leagues out here, but I just, like, it, it takes too much time and fucking effort out of, like, like I said, like, I got all my eggs in the art basket right now. So yeah, I'm not going to be, like, battling, like, I don't know. Fucking, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll battle if it makes sense, and especially if it's out of town, because I'm sick of battling out here, right? Like, I, I'd like to go to Toronto or something. But yeah, that'd be dope. I would like any sort of battle to be in fucking Toronto. Yeah. I'm starving here, man. It's yeah. been like three years, four years, some shit like that. Three years, I think, since I've been to an event. Well, and I just like... shipped, I just shipped organic like three canvases that I epoxied that are like fucking half of a collection that he bought off me. So now I pretty much have to come out to Toronto to epoxy the other ones. Nice. <laughs> but uh, but he said he said he uh, they might be able to line something up. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, is it uh, been pretty quiet out there the past couple of years too? Obviously, deal with the pandemic and everything. Yeah. The battle rap, the battle rap world, yeah. Oh, yeah, Every, everyone's probably got, like, a fucking book bag full of fucking bars <laughs> now, too. So, like, fucking, I, I haven't written shit, so whoever I battle is just going to smoke me. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, kidding. cannabis, pulling out fucking 30 pages of rhymes? No, I'm just kidding, but, no, it's fucking, no, I just feel like no one's had a battle for, like, fucking, you know, like, there was a good two-year period there, so, like, and a lot of people haven't got booked since then, so I feel like, once people start getting booked again, people are going to have like two years with the bars in their fucking pockets. Yeah. So. yeah any, <laughs> uh, any current event battlers might be fucked though. They'd yeah. be like, Oh shit, that's 14 months old. Can't use that no more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as, so you, the music, uh, battling, you take a step away from music. You got some shit in the hopper, but not ready when it's coming out. Yeah, like, I don't know. We just got to shoot some videos for it. And I like um, some of my last shit, I put a little team together for like, like my social media and shit. So I just got to get things like that figured out. It'll probably it'll probably be in the summertime, though. Like, I don't want it to be after the summer. So 
And as far as the, the art, obviously it's a, it's your daily grind. It's your job. It pays the bills, puts food on the table, but is there anything you got in the works or coming up that you're really fucking excited for or something big or a new challenge or anything? Yeah, basically just a, a bunch of the uh, festivals going on this year. I just got um, hired to um, be like the head, like logistics coordinator for the uh, art team for a festival out here called uh, Electric Love. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'll basically be running everything from like all the murals going on to all the art vending booths. So I don't know. It's just kind of dope. But um, besides that, just getting out to uh, some different cities and like Toronto and shit and, and getting some murals and shit out there. So, yeah. Right on. Amy, before we let Cody get out of here, you got anything you want to talk to him about? No, I'm mostly just curious if you ever thought about working like on developing tattoos for people. It, you sounded quick to be like, uh, everybody <laughs> hates themselves. But, I like, thought that too. Did it? Or yeah. what? No, no, I think uh, I could probably do tattoos down the road or something once I uh, have some free time. It's just like every single day I'm, I'm painting something to, to pay bills for something else we want to do, right? So whether it's clothing or a studio or a spot or it's, it's just, uh, I just don't, I never feel like I have like even like 20 minutes extra in my day. So I'm just like, I don't know when I could have, but once, once maybe uh, things pick up here with the uh, other stuff and some more uh, profits get flowing, then I'll have some time to like maybe sit down with a, uh, with a gun and uh, learn that stuff. I, I like, I've tattooed myself a few times and they're just Great. fucking horrible. So let's, say, <laughs> let's see that shit. I, yeah, I did. Well, I did this one to myself backwards. It's just a music note. But I did it backwards in the mirror, but it's, it doesn't look nearly as good or as bad as it does in person. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then, I, yeah, I got a couple on my legs and stuff, but like, yeah, it's just, they're, they're not good. So, Fuck that. How do you practice tattooing? That's something that I've always wondered. You do banana skins or pig skins before you start. There are also like silicone dummy type shits. I don't know, man. It seems like like BMX you get a sex shit. doll and then you got lots so- of sex you, got, you got lots of room give give it give her fucking neck tats and shit and drive around with her you can just tatter up like bonnie rot and you're good to go yeah. <laughs> that's fucking terrible <laughs> <laughs> all right cody man thanks a lot is there anything you want to get in anything you want to plug your website your instagram everything the floor is yours my man yeah obviously um okay so yeah, Instagram, he has no face. Uh, <laughs> the website is uh, colorisgood.com, and that's color with a U, because uh, I guess whoever, my buddy was trying to make it sound French or something. Or, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, colorisgood.com. Um, and then any of the music is Cody the Catch. Uh, I'm on all platforms, and the videos are mostly on YouTube, so... And besides that, no, just thanks for having me. Yo. No, man, it was good. It was, I like the thanks for coming through. I'll definitely yeah, stay in touch with you, man. We'll have to do it again. And if you make your way to Toronto, we definitely have to get together for a fucking blunt or a beer or something. Probably both. Yeah, definitely. I, I will be there. So, um, yeah, probably either summer or fall. So I'll, I'll let you guys know. Cool, cool. We'll be, we'll be talking. All right. For Cody to catch, Amy Barton and Krokosaski. I'm Jay Kelly. This is Bill Downtown. We out. Peace. Yep. Building downtown, building downtown, building downtown, building downtown. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.